I'd like to preface this recording with some content warnings. There are some descriptions of visceral violence against both animals and people in this one, so just a heads up on that. Last time on Taraxian Nights, Adira, who had left our main party, traveled on the road down to the little town of Alton, running into Kumiho, the paladin of Abadar and champion of Abadar. They came together in this little town that has been besieged by these crimson beasts before. And now, after, and now after having a nice meal and getting to know some of the people of the town, they continue on their journey. Let's get right back into it. Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. I would like to thank the patrons that make this possible. Brian Bridges, Brian Wraith, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, and Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our tale to hear what these glorious people have in the works. But for now, let us listen. Uh, you'll feel a cold spot on your shoulder, Kumiho. He'll kind of try to start to brush off. Uh, like he feels like he legit has a, there's a draft on him. Uh, when, when you go to look over, you see like this big, almost skeletal looking finger kind of just like poking you in the shoulder and like pulling away. Kumiho will uh, will reel back in horror because he's with uh, with all the crimson bastards as uh, Jarn called them. Uh, he, he He's a uh, wasn't expecting this to be uh, Adira's ally. So as you wheel around, you see Taraxis hunched down, his creepishly tall form contorted to fit more or less within the room. And his hood is down, uh, as it has been for quite a while. And as you see his mouth open wide as he speaks, Ah, hello there. <laughs> uh composing himself uh he'll he'll stand up straight um smooth out his his armor just walk over and extend a hand ah you must be a f- ally of adira hello i am kumiho teraxis and he'll like kind of just like pinch your hand between his fingers because his hands are pretty fucking mm-hmm. long he doesn't really shake it or anything uh, outwardly kumiho shudders a little bit <laughs> seeing his hands swallow yeah, up. Yeah, it feels yeah. cold. Well, not even the cold, just just the, the the size difference of the hands, just like not quite a wince, but uh, very off guard at this. And now he realizes why uh, uh, Adira didn't want to introduce the two in his house. <laughs> uh, Adira said you requested to uh, meet me. Is it is uh, is there something I can do for you? you're going to do it it's already set and a pile of weapons and armor of quite substantial uh, make and number uh, appear on the bed just like that 
This is what I like about you, Trex, is you're reliable. It's not as if this was any trouble for me. You know how many dead people there are? Plenty. Uh, excuse my interruption. Uh, what did, uh, what, what was to happen next? Go about your adventures. As I said, he just likes to watch people. Well, um... I'll be keeping my eye for when you enter a tingle. And you notice he doesn't have any eyes. Yeah, at this, uh, Kumiho's kind of, uh, darting eyes, uh, his, his very bright amber eyes between, uh, Taraxis and Adira, just curious what fantastical thing he fell into this time. Taraxis is a being that can see, well, pretty much everything, uh, through time. Except that where these tangles are, he can't really peer into them without following individuals. I see, and he 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 needs to make contact to do to be so able to follow you. Yes. Uh, uh, well, now that we have the the village armed, what 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 would you like to do next? Uh, I guess we should let uh, Jarn know that they can come pick up the equipment. Until next time, I'll be watching. <laughs> and he kind of just flickers out of existence. But this, uh, this should allow them to better defend themselves. Oh, I, I agree. Um, this is much too much for us to carry down ourselves. And I, I'm sure if you let Jarn know it's here, he'll uh, send people up to fetch it. Uh, is there a window in this uh, room? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he'll uh, go over, open the window, and shout... Uh, Jarn! I don't know if that's good. He'll just shout Jarn uh, since he seems to, that seems to be how everyone gets a hold of him. There is no response. He's probably at your house. I could bring them all pretty quick if I just say a a quick rejection of welcome, but <laughs> I'll do this the, the, the long way. Kumiho will go down and uh, uh, kind of jaunt uh actually you know what he's going to uh go outside the inn uh mount uh sweet feet and uh spur him over to the uh and you see the uh because because you're the bearer of the key you can see where the entrance is uh but it is otherwise invisible okay uh yeah he'll uh go there and uh hop down poke his head in and uh uh jar i need to speak to jar Kumiho, uh, what's going on? Uh, are you, are you finding everything all right? Yes, we've not had food this good in nine months. Hell, um, if ever. <laughs> I, I do feel bad for not offering it sooner. I, I needed to get a bit of the lay of the land before I threw my doors open, but I hope, I hope this goes in some way of helping out this, this quaint little village, um. However, uh, my companion, uh, my, my traveling companion, Adira, has secured those weapons and arms. Oh, already? Yes. That's quite extraordinary. I feel like this wasn't the voice I was using earlier. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you don't know the half of it. It's, it's all upstairs in the room that she rented in the inn at the loose dock. It's funny what a fine goose dinner does to your voice, but yeah, let's go. 
You've got your constitution back, it seems. <laughs> I don't know why I changed my nationality either. No, that's way the fuck off. He <laughs> follows you to mm -hmm. the end. Uh, make me a perception. You do perception. Oh, that's a five. Uh, there's a cat meowing nearby. I knew it. <laughs> uh, so you make your way back to the fucking inn. I kept <laughs> wanting to say temple. I was like, no, that's where we're coming from. <laughs> back, back to the inn, and uh, and up into the room where you unveil uh, quite a bit of armaments. Uh, Far more than the half dozen he stated he would probably need. Um, uh, he is just a like, uh, <laughs> like how, how, if I might ask, how in the nine hells did you get all this so quick? Um, I I have an ally that uh, is a outsider and is able to move things quickly and efficiently. Uh, make me a diplomacy. Kumiho's just smiling. I have some of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, uh, 19 on the die plus 9 is 28, I believe. Okay, so, uh, well, I suppose, uh, extend our thanks to your allies. This is quite a boon for our town. I I wasn't expecting anything quite like this. You've got plate here. Oh, you should be able to outfit the men now so that uh, they can take care of the problem. Certainly. Thank you. Thank you again, Miss Adira, please. Uh, anything you need. Again. Oh, God. Rascal, what the hell are you all about? Uh, <laughs> who, Who's that? Uh, he turns around. Uh and starts heading back down the stairs uh, uh, and looking around. Uh, is anybody going with him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Kumiho is... Uh, he was smiling during that entire exchange about uh, all the arms found, so he's just gonna kind of... He's got a bit of a bounce in his step, actually, at this point, knowing all the good that he's done and uh, the good fortune of meeting this uh, potential traveling partner. All right, so... Uh, follow behind him, and as he reaches, like, the, uh, common room, uh, he goes, Oh, by hell, one's gotten in! And he, uh, he, he pulls, uh, the, the Warhammer from his side, and, uh, and gets, gets ready. I need you to, uh, roll me a perception, please. That's a five. Okay, all you see is him, like, pull his weapon, uh, aggressively. Uh, I'd like you to roll initiative. Uh, Adira, please do so as well. As you would certainly hear this. Oh, hell, one's gotten in. Oh, that 20, 23. 15. Okay. We are going to enter with... Uh, I've got to roll charms. Well, this uh, cat, rascal, is freaking the fuck out. Uh, running around and yowling. Uh, go ahead, Kumiho. You you would notice like this cat darting around, and then you just see this uh, little red creature with like this wide, sort of like keratin like plate 
on its head, uh, drop down on the cat and just like shove it into its mouth. And, and like, yeah, it kind of just like sticks it into its mouth and like it's holding on to like one of its back legs and it just rips it out. That that cat is like, it's it's dead now. Like the head came off and like a bunch of muscle from above the hip area and, and it's just eviscerated. And it's like face is like split to where it's got like a vertical mouth and a horizontal mouth intersected with each other. Uh, and it, it, it like practically swallows what it did take off whole. Um, and then it is your turn, Kumiho. Uh, okay, uh, slightly horrified at this. He's, um, how far away? Um, probably only 10 feet, but this is in the common room of the inn. And, uh, Jarn is in front of you. Um. So, it'll eat some extra movement if you need to move through. How, how big is this? Uh, it is size small. Oh, okay, so he's, he's... It, it it looks very much like a goblin, except for its skin is red and covered in these keratinous plates. And its head has sort of like this almost triangle-shaped keratinous plate on it. It's eyeless, and it's got this funky mouth. Uh, Kumiho's going to uh, back up a little bit towards uh, closer to the staircase. And as he does, he's going to pull out his uh, light crossbow and fire it. All right. Oh. That's a crit threat, and that will confirm. So uh, yep. will it automatically do my crit damage when I... Oh, yep. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh. All right. So you shoot it for seven mm-hmm. damage. Uh, and it uh, it hisses uh, at you. This, this screeching. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and uh, I'm going to uh, expend a uh, point of mythic. And okay. uh, use my um, amazing initiative. You have another standard. Oh wait, that standard can't be a spell, can it? It can't be a spell, but you could reload your crossbow. Uh, you could uh, eat that standard for a movement, uh, uh, which you still have a movement, yeah. by the way. Uh, I'll just reload and uh, have uh, okay. cock another bolt back into the crossbow. Okay, and then it will be uh, Dira's turn. Uh, you would have heard these noises from below. Well, then I suppose I'm going to go downstairs. All right. So you end up, Kamiho's, uh, like, on the bottom step of the stairs. Currently, Jarn is kind of, like, charging toward it. He's making his move towards it uh, as you come down. Uh, I don't know how much movement it takes me to get down there, so. Not very much at all. It's not a big in. So uh, I can still fire at it? Yeah, you could still fire at it. Then let's fire at it. <clears throat> so that would be a 16 minus two. So a 14 against touch. 14 against touch will miss uh, as it like duck, ducks beneath. Uh, like after it's done screeching, uh, it turns toward Jarn, who's charging at it. And it yells something out. Uh, do we... Either of you speak giant or have linguistics? I have linguistics. Uh, make me a linguistics check. It's a negative on both okay. for me. All right. Actually, I have pretty good linguistics. Uh, 24. Okay, with a 24, you would recognize this as the giant word for eat or consume. Jarn charges at it. Not mechanically, but uh, he like moves up towards it. 
and he's gonna he's gonna hit uh he has a warhammer uh so he's gonna hit it for eight damage and it's looking pretty fucking beat up like that bolt hit it good uh that hammer hit struck it good and it's gonna be its turn and it's gonna like jump uh, attempt to jump it's going to acrobatics out of trying to acrobatics without provoking uh that will fail so uh jarn is gonna get an aoo on it but he will miss uh as it jumps across the room like grabbing onto a post and like jumping it's heading towards the uh door uh which is slightly ajar hmm. um it is now kumiho's turn how far away is it do i could i get there in one movement yes uh like i said the inn's not very big uh, it is just kind of difficult to navigate in a combat sense. Seeing it trying to flee, uh, is going to, uh, as he's walking over, uh, uh, drop their crossbow to the ground and can he pull out, uh, his, uh, double comma? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, you can do that as part of your movement. Dropping is mm -hmm. free. You can draw as part yes. of your movement. Uh, I do want you to roll a d20, though. Sure. Eight. Okay. Uh, your long or your crossbow doesn't go off. When oh, you drop it. Nice. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm going to spend another. I'm, I'm with my uh, my to describe my weapon. It's a uh, two kind of hooked blades attached by uh, a chain. Uh, on in in my right hand, I, I'm wielding it. It's a uh, ever so slightly embossed, uh, and this one is uh, my keen blade, and I'm going to uh, swing down at it. All right. Need to go. You you can always just consider the better one to be your main hand weapon if yeah. you'd like. Uh, you don't have to state that every okay. time. State if you're doing something funky. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I'm going to swing down. Uh, 14. Uh, 14 will miss. Okay. So I will spend that other, uh, another mythic thing to uh, swing down with um, the other side. Sudden attack? Sudden attack, yeah. Uh, 21. Uh, you get to roll twice with that one? Uh, well, that'll hit anyway. Okay. Um, but it well, could always, you could get, it could uh, always crit. Yeah, so. like that. Just wow, like that. Wow, I just crit. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, okay, that did, it did not crit. It confirmed. Um, okay, so we're just gonna shave 11 off of that. So, 11 damage. It didn't crit? Um, oh, it didn't confirm the No, it- It didn't confirm. Yeah, it didn't confirm. Gotcha. Uh, it just automatically assumes if you're not actually targeting anything in the system okay. that you okay. succeeded. Still max yeah. damage, which is good, and will okay. down it. Cool. So yeah, he swings down, misses the first one, uh, has another one in his other hand, and uh, swings down and just buries the blade in the back of this little red bastard. Once he downs this thing, I think Adira will look over at Jarn and say, you might need to get on passing out that equipment. I, uh, if you can grab some, there's they're usually not alone, and he charges out into the street. Uh, what is uh, Kumiho doing and Adira? Uh, pulling. Well, he thinks there's more than bastards out there. Mm -hmm. We're going to go kill them. Yep. Uh, before he goes, though, uh, if we're out of uh, initiative, Kumiho will go and retrieve his crossbow and just kind of sling it over his back and uh, run back out. Okay. So we'll call that uh, two rounds. And so Adira, you're out in the street first. Uh, Kumiho, uh, you've retrieved your stuff. You head back outside. Uh, Jarn's in the street. He's looking around. His eyes are peeled. When I get out to the street, can I go ahead and pull up a summons? 
Yes. Uh, go ahead. Okay. We'll have Kumiho arrive at the same time as your summon. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception while you are summoning with a minus five for distracted. Six. Okay. Um, I was going to call her gravity elementals. Okay. Okay. So you get a D three of gravity elementals. Okay. So I got two of them. Okay. And of course their first command is going to be to, uh, uh, grab the sling bullets. I've got two pouches of them. Okay. So they will retrieve those from you and dump them around themselves. Uh, and then they, they flank you. Go ahead and everybody make a perception check. Am I still taking minuses? Uh, no, you're not casting, uh, you're not summoning, so. Uh, 22. I finally get to perceive something. It's a seven. Okay, so you don't notice anything out of the corner of your eye or anything. Uh, Do I, uh, uh, with a seven, I that definitely doesn't. But uh, was there any whistling when I came outside? Uh, there was not. Okay. Jarn will be looking around, and Adira, you'll notice one of these things leaping from the rooftops of a couple of nearby buildings. Gonna shoot it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I rolled a nineteen. I get a minus two to that. All right. Uh, you you hit. Um, and I am, I'm hitting it with, uh, cold since it's on the roof of the Okay. Uh, so that's 3d6, right? Yes, 3d6. So that's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so you deal ten damage to it. You, you hear from a distance that, <laughs> and your elementals will turn and they are each going to fire at this thing. Ooh, one of it's a crit threat. Let's let's go, buddy. Okay, so one of them's going to deal eight damage, uh, and the other one is going to deal five. <clears throat> and so this thing, like, it gets a couple of sling bullets just like shot into like this frozen part on its back, and you just see blood like spurt out, and it like crumples on the side of the roof and rolls down and falls off. Um, Kumiho, it is. Uh, going to roll down to you now uh, as you're running out of the inn and now uh, you hear whistling. Mm. Uh, you hear this pretty good from over over there. But most of their fighters most of their fighters can't hear it though, can they? Because they're in the mansion. Oh, yep. Right. And most everybody is still in the mansion. Mm -hmm. You hear John shouting Captain John! Captain John! And go ahead and roll me new initiative. Okay. Nice. Haha, <laughs> I love my get to roll twice thing. So that's a 22, because I nat 20 the second roll. All right, cool. Uh, 23 for Kumiho. Cool. Jarn turns to each of you and is like, we need to get more on people out here. Sounds like a raid. Uh, That's not his voice. But he is going to run towards the gate. Or actually, no, he's not. You both have AC or in the in uh, initiatives higher than him. So Komiho, you're going to get to move first. Okay. Uh, now we need to get people out here. They're all inside my mansion. How do I kick them all out at the same time? 
uh, you can dismiss the spell, and it will literally shunt everybody into the nearest available okay, space. Okay, but it won't hurt them. They won't take any sort of damage? Uh, not unless they're in a confined space or are propelled into a solid surface. It's not going to be like them falling over each other. It like it will pick a space, put someone in it, pick the next okay. space, so on. Okay, so okay, okay. So I didn't know how realistic you were going to be to where you know there was going to be some uh, pinball citizens going on. So, um, uh, hearing <laughs> that we need to get people out here and knowing that they can't, <laughs> Kumiho's going to just uh, kind of uh, rub his finger along uh, the, where the uh, the lump inside his armor where the uh, the key is and uh, dismiss. The magic, uh, the magnificent mansion. All right, you hear a you hear a, a clamor of booze and what the fucks <laughs> from over in the temple area. Yeah. So they're all outside now. Um, <laughs> and then, like a lot of them, can start hearing the yeah. whistle now. And uh, how far away am I from uh, the nearest little beast? Um, you don't see any currently, uh, just the one that Adira shot off the roof. Okay, uh, I'm going to, uh, walk over to Adira, and, yeah, I'm gonna have my double comma out, and I'm going to cast on myself Stunning Barrier. Okay. I don't know what kind of action was dismissing, but I, I think I'm out of, uh, actions right now, then. It's a standard action to cast that spell. Like, you could give yourself that extra standard. Uh, but it would eat your, uh, like you could eat that standard for it. Yeah. No, for uh, my question was going to be, uh, my horse is a war horse. Um, what sort of actions can I use? I've never actually had a, uh, Oh, um, it's a movement to mount it and you can direct it and it will use its movement, uh, while letting you maintain your actions. Okay. But, uh, can I command it now from where I'm at? Um, you can make me a handle animal check to try and call it. Uh, 12. So, uh, I think with a 12, your horse takes notice of you, but it's still tied to a pup. Darn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then, then that's all I'll do in my turn. Just, uh, readying, uh, just readying myself for the coming monster. Uh, back to back with Adira, I should say. Like, I'm, like, right next to her. Now, Adira, it is your turn. You can both make me perception checks at this point. Uh, 21. So, both of you would notice, uh, a few more... Uh, of these crimson goblins. The one that Kumiho notices is actually on the roof of the inn and looks like it's about to jump down on your horse. Adira would notice that one along with, uh, there's one over near the temple that looks like it's about to pounce on somebody over there. Um, uh, and it is Adira's turn. Okay. Uh, we're gonna shoot at the one that's gonna pounce on people. So, uh, probably not a 15 minus two. So yeah, that that's a miss. Do you want to do anything else? Yeah, well, my elemental spells get to fire. Oh yeah. Uh, do you want them to focus fire on that one? Yeah. Well, that is a crit threat, but a failure to actually hit, uh, and that one will hit. Okay. So how do you how do you threaten a crit and not hit? Or not a I mean not a crit. It's an it hits, but it's not a crit. Um, okay. That that's what I meant. Sorry. I just got confused. Okay. So for five. <laughs> and four damage, so it takes a nine combined damage. And that's them. Uh, they will fly up into the air to get a better vantage point. Gives them plus one to hit. So that will make it Jarn's turn. Jarn is going to run off towards the gate, uh, having not noticed uh, the ones nearby. Mm. Uh, John is simultaneously running back towards y'all. He's like, there's a big one. There's a big one. 
and uh, he's running away. And a moment after that, uh, indeed, there's a loud crashing noise, and the gate kind of like sags inward. There's just this big boom, and you hear boom, uh, which is that same giant word. And so it will be their turn now. The one's going to jump down on Sweetfoot, but Sweetfoot is going to uh, going to kick at it with uh, with his hooves, and he's going to hit. Come here, sweet hoof. I need to look at your attacks. Five damage, and it, it falls to the ground beside him, uh, and scrambles back to its feet, uh, screeching at him. Uh, the one jumps down on somebody in the crowd, uh, and that one will hit. You hear so- you hear several people scream. Uh, one of the screams, however, seems uh, much more painful. Uh, as they take five damage. All right. Uh, you no longer have a good line of sight on the one in the crowd, Adira. Um, both of you would have noticed the screams, of course. And it is now Kumi Hoster. Okay. Uh, how? What's the size of this uh, big one? Uh, you can't see. It's on the other side of the gate currently. Oh, I thought it crashed through the gate. Okay. Um, no, the the gate like took a hit and like definitely bowed in quite I see. a bit. Um, uh, you can imagine it's big, but it's not clear. Adira, I'm going to go for the big one. Okay. I'm going to use uh, spend another mythic. Uh, am, am I am I uh, one movement away, or am I going to have to do some creative? Uh, uh, if if you want to get completely to the gate and like possibly try to climb up it, you're gonna need an extra action. Okay, I uh, to attack at the end of that. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so okay. So this will be my third use of mythic. Uh, as I get. What do you want to do uh, when you get there? Uh, like I was going to let it. I was going to just stand at the ready uh, for it to come through. Okay. So you're wanting to use that to ready an action then? Uh, yes. And can I ready a combat maneuver? Uh, yes, okay, you can. Uh, you can basically ready anything you could do on a standard. Gotcha. Okay, I want to ready a trip uh, trip with my double comma. Go there. Uh, actually, no, if I just... I would still need to um, burn a mythic to have enough action economy to move all the way there and ready. Yeah, because you'll need the standard to just be Just want to make sure I did that right. Yep. Okay, so yeah, that's what uh, he'll do, and he's just kind of uh, gripping both, uh, both commas... Uh, ready for it to come through. And so, you ready that? It will now be Adira's turn. Adira is going to reach up, grab a hold of both of her elementals, and she would like to be dropped right in the middle of this crowd where this this goblin is causing a problem. (laughs) Alright, go ahead and make me an acrobatics check. A 17. Okay, so you hit the ground hard, but you roll into it. Uh, you don't take any damage. Uh, uh, and you are ready to go. Okay. Uh, people are scattering around you. There's uh, there's a young uh, half-elven boy whom you recognize as Timmy, who is currently being noshed oh. on by the Crimson Goblin. Bull rush, baby! <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and make me your bull rush. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that's a nat 20. Okay. Plus uh, my CMB, yes. Yes. Which is somewhere on the sheet, 
which is plus five, but because I got my tower shield out, I get a minus two that, but because I've got improved grapple, I get another plus two, so it's gonna stay at plus five, so it's a 25. Okay, so you like bash this thing with your shield and it just gets sent flying like, uh, probably like almost 15 feet back. Jared does not condone the eating of half-elf boys. (laughs) <laughs> so I have rolled a die here, and I decided it slams into a post when you do that. So uh, what is your strength modifier? Ooh. Plus two. Okay, so it takes ten damage as you do that, and you hear its spine break uh, as it falls to the ground. And, like, you can still see, like, the top half of its body, like, clawing at the ground, and, like, uh, it's trying to move. Good! It shouldn't be eating children. <clears throat> Teenagers. Still children. Okay, well, it is not dead, but it ain't it ain't walking anywhere. Um, and so now we will go to Jarn, who, with his uh, lack of, um, you know, long legs and mythic actions, just now catches up to uh, Kumiho, and uh, he he has his he has his hammer ready. And it's just like, oh, come on, you ugly bastard, come on! The gate sags in again, and you can see it splintering and cracking. And it will indeed break open, uh, unveiling an eight-foot-tall red beast. uh, Shaggy, spiky, like, almost hair-like plates of this chitinous material sticking off of its head. Eyeless as all the rest, and with a split mouth for a face. It wanders in. This one is wielding a weapon. A large club with uh, some crudely drawn runes carved into it and it shouts and uh kumiho it is your uh ready to action okay uh what size category is this lard okay and uh adira had something she wanted to do oh yeah i just typed it in there he'll uh, i figured he'd see it um but basically yeah i dropped off in the middle of this crowd she's gonna yell out uh basically me and there are arms and armor uh in the end Room three. <laughs> Room three. Uh, some people will begin running off that way, but a lot of people are just fucking scattering in panic. Uh, another person has run up to uh, to Timmy and is uh, lifting him up off the ground, uh, applying like his shirt to the wound. Uh, uh, there's it's chaos basically at the moment, uh, but you feel like at least some people heard you. Yeah, those that ain't cowards. <laughs> okay, so Kumiho. okay, so uh, this could prove to be a little bit crunchy, but uh, luckily we're all playing Pathfinder. So I am because <laughs> uh, I, I have uh, contingencies, and if I fail, I'm going to start using uh, mana, mana uh, to reroll. Okay. But uh, so I'm going to attempt a trip, and this is going to be a minus three because it's a trip. Okay, yes, I'm going to uh, spend a mana to uh, re-roll that. Uh, am I good to go? Yeah, you spend two universal mana to Two of re-roll. them, okay. So that means I only have one more. Uh, okay, it's a tw- 17 CMB. Uh, you could also use a surge to add a d6 to that, or you could try re-rolling again. Because uh, you... C- or you could just add 20 to your hit with by using your might mana. Oh, I have a might mana. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm going to... I'm gonna... Now, to, to note, those are rare. 
Do you want to use it now? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm getting written off after this episode. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, I'm, I'm joking. Because, because of Seder Jacks. <laughs> Yeah, oh. that's that's what the joke has been this entire time. <laughs> to protect this village and because it, it I want to really do this, I'm going to uh I'll add the the to surge. Okay. So you get to roll a d6. But, oh, I didn't roll it all the way. Oh, 6. Okay. So, uh yeah, if you just let it go, it'll auto it, like it tosses okay. it for you. Uh I thought I Okay, so that is a 23. Okay. Does that beat its CMD? It does. Okay, uh, so but you, before that, it gets an AOO for me trying to trip. Except, uh... I'm looking at the trap rule, uh, trip rules. Oh, yeah, because it has reach, yes. too. That's, and and yeah. I don't have improved okay. trip, so uh, go ahead and take your AOO. <laughs> Hold on, it's got to see if it sustains. But yeah, it sustains. Okay, it misses. Okay, oh, hold up, uh... I rolled a one. No, no, the spell I did. Um, I think I don't know if it has to hit or not. Uh, any creature that strikes me with a melee attack is stunned for a round, but does, it didn't hit, so never mind. Uh, so I still have this yeah, spell. No, it, it came down. Okay, so it is now tripped. <coughs> it falls. Okay. Um. The three. I have seven of those. We get seven mythics a day. Yeah, I'm gonna spend one more mythic, my fourth, uh, to uh, for amazing initiative to get that attack, and uh, I'm going to uh, swing out with my keened guy. Uh, okay. To note, yeah. uh, I'm sorry for this, but it's not your turn. You you, you had a ready to action. <gasps> oh my bad. Oh okay. I thought you were gotcha. So yeah, my ready to action went off. He's tripped. Uh, the the monster's prone. That's all. That's perfect. I don't have to. Okay, then I'm gonna cross off that mythic I almost spent. All right, thanks. So now, to be fair, that being said, uh, the one next to your horse is going to attack. It, it will succeed mm-hmm. this time, um, <clears throat> and it's going to deal six damage to your horse. That's like a third of its health. Uh, but your horse is also going to attack it back with full attack, and that's gonna okay. hit. And that's gonna miss. Okay. And that's gonna hit. So uh four and nine damage. Thirteen. So yep. Wait, my horse has three attacks? Yeah, two hooves and a bite. Nice. Uh so it it it's beating the shit out of this little uh, crimson goblin but the crimson goblin is not down yet and it has got its face mushed into the side of your horse there's a big red spot um and it, it your horse is obviously like hurting it's like making a lot of noise and shit um but now that that is done uh oh uh the crippled one is gonna crawl away 10 feet <laughs> um and then uh and then it's your turn. Okay. Oh, it's just just a sad, just sad thing seeing a crippled red goblin dragging its broken body. Uh, okay, so I am going to use that mythic to get a secondary attack. So, uh, first strike with the double comma. 
So uh, he's prone. So uh, 21. I don't know what uh, bonus. Okay. Yes. Damage. Uh, 10 points of damage. Uh, you slash into him. You see that this one's skin is much thicker and it seems to take less damage from the blow. So, you know, I'm standing right above it and uh, swinging out with the other one. Uh, 12 to hit. Uh, it will Dang. Not. Okay. It will glance off of its armor okay. plating. Um, yeah, and he's just going to stand right above it and... That's all I'm going to do. Uh, this would be where you can use your... Um, you know what? I have it marked down. I might as well use it. Uh, da, da, da. But I'm not using it. Okay, are you doing s- sudden or amazing? Yeah, uh, I'll do uh, sudden. Uh, do I need to roll the uh, two weapon fighting or is it just the double comma one? Uh, no, it's the double comma one. Uh, and you get to roll twice. Oh, good. Uh, okay, 26. Okay, that will hit, and this one is going to ignore its DR. Oh, that's right, because of the thing. So, uh, D6 plus 5, uh, 6 points of slashing damage. All right. This attack uh, cuts through, and it just slices through that extra thick uh, flesh on the outside of its body, and it, it kind of like growls at you. It's like... Uh, I don't think Adira could hear what it's saying, but it, it grumbles something in mm. giant. That's going to make it Adira's turn. Okay. Um. So this little child-eating goblin. Yeah? Yeah. I don't like his shit. So, uh, 16 minus 2 is 14. and Yeah, it, it'll hit. Well, I rolled 17 the second time, so... Uh, Five, it's nine, it's 12. 12 cold damage. All right. Uh, it, it kind of like, it stops moving and it's just got all this ice all over it. You can't tell if it's dead or not, but it's definitely not moving anymore. Good. And then can I like, my elementals, they don't, they don't have to be within a certain range of me, right? No, they can travel as far as time allows. All right, then they're gonna go and start shooting at the next closest goblin. Okay, uh, the next closest goblin is the one attacking the horse. So they are going to fire at that. They are... one of them's going to miss, but the other one will hit. And that is going to be three damage, which will actually down that goblin. <laughs> so the horse is safe. The horse is going to stomp its head into mush next turn. Okay. And then I still have a move action, so I'm going to start moving towards the gate. Alright, then move that way. Uh, you could take a pot shot at the... Uh, at the Crimson Ogre, but uh, it is prone, so you take minus four to hit. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna risk hitting okay. people. Okay, uh, so you move off that way. Um, <clears throat> uh, people are running into the inn. Jarn is going to bring his hammer down. Jarn is going to hit with his hammer. Jarn is going to deal minimum damage with <laughs> his hammer and thusly not overcome DR. Uh, so he he brings his hammer down hard into like this thing's knee, but like you see, like the that like organic armor uh, that is that chitinous substance on the outside just like kind of sags a bit and knocks its hammer back really hard. He's just like, oh damn it! Poor fucking jarn. There's going to be a crossbow bolt fly across, and it will actually hit. Hey, how about that? So a crossbow bolt flies over and it gets jammed in between two pieces of the armor plating, but it doesn't really seem to do anything. 
uh, as John fires a bolt at this creature. Uh, and he then moves closer, dropping the crossbow back down and uh, grabbing his spear back from the little guard post. So now it is their turn. That thing is down. It's going to just get stomped on and dead by the horse. Uh, the other one's going to stand up, which will provoke attacks of opportunity from Jarn and Pumiho. Okay. Jarn will hit again. Come on, Jarn, you can do it. Do some fucking damage. Okay, you get one damage that pierces through. Huzzah, that's something. Okay, uh, do I get a plus two for flank? Uh, flanking is on opposite sides. Oh, side that's right. Finder, yep, so, okay, no. so 14. Um, uh, 14 It is considered standing while standing up, so it will okay. not... Actually, I don't think that would anyway. Uh, so your attack glances off of its thick armor, uh, and it is going to swing at you, uh, yelling, Bromstar! Um, hiya, friend. What's your AC there? 18. 18. You're going to be taking a beating, friend. Okay. Um. Uh, as it raises its hands over its head and swings this club down mm -hmm. into you. That's going to be 18 damage. Ouch. Okay. Um, and then uh, as he hits me, I need a will save. All right. That can be done. That's going to be absolute garbage. So he's stunned. Yes. Uh, he drops his big ass uh, club mm -hmm. on the ground and, uh, and it's just standing there. So he, the hit still goes through, but he's stunned now. He's dropped his weapon as per stunned uh, and is unable to take any actions until the end of his next turn. Okay. So that's going to actually then make it your okay. turn. Uh, what could I do a trip and then a standard attack? Yes. No, I'm just going to knock him down, then hit him once. Okay. So uh, 16, he is stunned, so I don't know. Um. No, he's still able to effectively defend sure. himself, so 16's not going to gotcha. take him down. And then a 19's probably not going to hit? That would be with your offhand, so minus two. No, that's not going to hit. Uh, as a as a move action, since he's stunned, I'm going to <laughs> edge around to where I'm uh, on the opposite and give Jarn the flank bonus for when it's his turn. All right. So now it is Adira's turn. Okay, well, the elementals still have the, the same command. Let's shoot the next... Uh... Uh, no, no more goblins are seen, so they will shoot at the ogre. Okay. Okay, uh, one's going to hit, one's going to miss. Uh, but uh, with yeah, the, the they ammunition are. they're firing, they they can't hurt right, it. Right, but like, I don't know that, so... Uh, right. It It's annoying. There's like... <laughs> against its head you know do i have a clear line of shot at it or are there people in my way yes um you could aim at the upper half of its body and you have a clear shot all right so uh 11 on the first roll 14 on the second roll so uh 14 will hit all right this one's not quite as quick four nor is it a spell eight ten ten cold damage Ten cold damage. All right, so it takes this uh, blast of ice, uh, like the upper left shoulder, and it's um, and it is uh, unable to act, so it's not going to. Uh, John is going to attack in as well. All right, uh, that is a possible crit from Jarn. That is going to be a confirmed crit from Jarn. All right, uh, 
20 damage, reduced to 15 from Jarn, uh, as he just, he like, takes his hammer, which, as this thing's stunned, he like, jumps up kind of like on its knee and pops up and just smashes this thing right in the ice where Adira shot it, and there's just this gout of like, blood that comes out. But, uh, then it is Kumiho's turn again. The uh, ogre didn't go? It was stunned. Oh, okay, yeah, so it missed this turn. Okay, so uh, I am going to use... Uh, I'm going to call out the power of Abadar to aid me and smite this evil. All right. So... Um... <clears throat> Uh, because you worship Abadar and Hayoth, uh, this creature will be smiteable for okay, you. Okay, cool. Good. I was worried you were going to tell me uh, no. <laughs> Swift action, I choose this target. Uh, I add my charisma bonus to my attack rolls and add my paladin level to damage if I make it. So I am going to two-weapon fight, so I will be taking a negative, but I'm flanking, so that kind of offsets that. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, did not confirm that crit? Uh, uh, no, that will confirm because you're not counting your, uh, flanking bonus. Okay, so this will be plus, uh, so 17 plus my, uh, paladin level, that's, uh, 21. Five, and I do believe smite is multiplied on a crit. Uh, oh, is it? So, it's plus 10, 27. Okay. Alright, so you come down with your comma, how do you want to do this? Swings out with it. Uh, it grabs that hole where it was gouting out the blood, and just uh, uh, I think the actual term is defenestrate, or no? No, I'm basically deveining this thing by uh, having the hooked part of the blade latch into the hole, and then just ripping it through. Uh, Irish smile? No, Glasgow smile. You know what? It uh, it's blood yeah. slitting. Yeah, I got, I got you. So you like wrap your comma around and just yes. yank, and, and this thing's fucking throat opens yep. up. Uh, you carve through its uh, armor plating. It gasps and just <laughs> it falls face first into the dirt. And moments later, a bunch of people with various weapons and like just like the helmets of armor and shit like run out of the inn and are like, oh, it's over. Yes, but the arms and armaments are, are yours. Make sure each of you get a set. So you have successfully defeated this relatively small but powerful raid into the little town. The townspeople uh, kind of like throw a little celebration for you, of course, using the infinite food that you provide. <laughs> uh, Is uh, <clears throat> the child okay? Yeah, he'll be fine. He, he, he got hit once for not a shit ton. Like, it was pretty bad, but it wasn't kill him material if he would have gotten attacked again he probably would have been in much worse shape but uh you got him off uh quick as shit <laughs> so you're pretty good okay. uh if you summon a positive energy elemental to heal him maybe the horse uh i think everybody's gonna be good oh wait um kumiho kind of took a, a big ass club to the head yeah uh yeah, once it's over, I'll have the gravity elementals put the remaining bullets away. Alright. And, uh, summon forth the positive ele elementals to, uh, kill people. Now, what do those look like? Uh, positive energy elementals kind of like, like, like orbs of 
almost like white smoke, um, but very mm. smooth. And then they have these. Um, do you know what like bolts of plasma look like? Yeah. As opposed to mm-hmm. electricity. So with almost kind of like plasma bolts of white energy coming out. Okay. Of them. Uh, but they don't like zap you. They they're made of positive. Gotcha. Of course. Negative energy elementals look very much the same, except they're made out of this gray shit. Uh, they are grateful. Of course, they have very little to offer you. Um, but they uh, they they do thank you for. I'll just be happy with them getting their equipment them. off my bed. <laughs> uh, they they do so. They do so quickly. All right. So you have protected this little town. Uh, the town probably could have protected itself with a little more damage, but you have you have done it in the in an efficient manner. Uh, is there anything y'all would like to do in particular other than get your uh, dress? Yeah, I'm just waiting on my clothes. Uh, Kumiho? Uh, Kumiho's going to bring back out the uh, the, the mansion and uh, let everyone who would like to uh, sleep on the, the nice comfy beds for the night, he'll uh, take a room in the inn. Uh, not the same room, but an inn with Adira, uh, <laughs> obviously. But uh, take a room there, so if someone, you know, they wanted to rest up on nice, furnished uh, bedding, he'd be happy, he'd be more than happy to help as they uh, throw a party for him uh, with his own food. (laughs) All right. And so I think over the course of the next few days, uh, as you're waiting on the clothes before you move along, I think, uh, Kumiho, you would notice that at the altar of Abadar, there are a few more coins laid out uh, and set upon the altar. Uh, Kumiho's gonna go over and, uh, dump a small, just uh, grab a, a two, you know, like you're grabbing chips out of a bag, just, you know, just grab a, a, a fair few copper out of his own, uh, coin purse and, uh, lay it down, just, uh, grinning broadly. Uh, in those days, while we're waiting, uh, he'd like to, if possible, help, uh, repair the wall and maybe reinforce it in spots, especially the gate. Uh, absolutely, yeah. You can, you can do that, you can help repair the gate, and you can help, uh, like shore up things and fortify it uh you have plenty of time so third day comes adira mrs winston has your has your dress ready for you oh hello dearie hello has it has it been a day yet Mm-hmm. good i i lose track of time oh so do i dear here you go well, uh, and she hands it to you like with one hand uh thank you very much. At uh, the part where you're like very much, the door closes. Yeah. Okay. This <laughs> 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 woman. <laughs> Favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking. Rude ass old lady. So yeah, uh, I will I will change it to my queen's dress. All right, and then I imagine the two of you set out towards Starlight. Yes. Uh, before we leave town, I'm going to uh, call John over and uh, ask for my whistle back. Oh yes, yes. Uh, here you go, uh, Mister Miho. Uh, he'll take it, smile, and throw it back. No, you take it back. You used it quite effectively. Remember me next time I come back. Oh, I don't think we'd ever forget either of you. Uh, thank you again, Mr. Miho. 
It is my pleasure. Now, sweet feet. Yeah. Hi there. My name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at ActionForge. G'day, this is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler, cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American, he he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Dustress Podcast on Twitter for details. Well, 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 these are the city slickers they send me. Asking for wine in a pretty glass. How about that? I mean, I I did ask for the wine, but not exactly the pretty glass. Do you dig the graves yourself? I do. Seems tiresome, especially as of late. I've heard you had a few new arrivals. Yeah, it's been uh, a little bit weird lately. Uh, I'm not complaining too much because most of these people that wind up dead, they're ain't too much left to bury so I don't even have to dig a full grave as this collides in with him his neck shoots back in this contorted position and it says I am the vanguard of the ancients and then causes his entire body to explode sending just pieces of gore and viscera across the entirety of the tavern there's just stunned looks on everybody's faces except for the man in black who is currently still playing his guitar. LCP D&D is an actual play D&D 5e podcast. Our current adventure is set in the fantasy Wild West and features orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D wherever you get your podcasts or head over to lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. 
Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And until next time, everybody, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.